0: Talk on 650-CKOM and 980-CJME. I'm Jay Thomas. With me, like always, Rick Van Dijk. morning, Rick. Good morning. Now, Jill is normally here too, of course, but Jill is a little under the weather under the today. Weather, yeah. You know, that's kind of going around. You, uh, everybody yep. asks, somebody's sick, you know, the kids are sick, parents are sick, and it just kind of does that th- yep. this time of year, right? Yeah, I,
1: I just heard the head medical doctor saying that actually this year now, it's, flus are... Yeah, it's influenza. It's influenza. It's now back to where it was pre-pandemic, where, you know, there's more flus than there is, you know, um, COVID.
0: That's right. Yeah. So So. that's kind of the number one right now. Yep. But you know what? Hey, we've been getting flus and sick for decades and decades before, and we'll get through it again. (laughs) It's just that time of (laughs) year. That time of the year. Uh, anyways, welcome to the show. One eight seven seven three three two eight two five five. 332 8255 We want you to join the conversation by calling us or texting us. You can do that, uh, both ways there with, uh, with that, with that same phone line number yep. there. Uh, you know, it's, uh, we've finally gotten some
1: colder weather. We're going to be talking about that. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of one be, of the
0: things we're going to yeah, go over.
1: We're going to go over that. Uh, what else are we going to go over? We're going to go over, uh, well, we had Black Friday, right? Yeah. So now it's the Christmas rush. And yes. You're seeing it now. I mean, you know the stores are are getting full like the grocery stores are full the other other's clothing stores the malls are getting full everything else is getting full so we're going to talk a little bit about gardening christmas gifts yeah that's good for yeah. that gardening person we're going to talk about that and then we're going to be talking about a little bit about there again um uh, people're still asking about how to care for these poinsettias cuz they're starting to pick up you're starting to see the poinsettias in the garden centers and the box stores and grocery stores you see poinsettias everywhere and so we'll talk a little bit about, people are still asking about about that and this week, uh, we pulled our Christmas cactus out of our uh, sunroom, which oh. is a little bit cooler. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We, and uh warms up when the sun comes up, but it gets cooler in there at nighttime. There's only a couple registers in that room. And so, and right now we pulled it out because it is, it's it's, it's probably about, oh, I would say about 26, 28 inches in diameter. Wow. This thing, I'll probably pushing close to 30. I would, yeah. That's humongous. Yeah. Probably pushing, probably, probably almost 30 and it's just right full of blooms we had it outside for the for the for the summer right yeah. on the deck and then we brought it inside put it in there and so it's cooler at nighttime. and that was the key and now this thing is just massively i was going to take a picture for you and i forgot oh, yeah i was going to take one this morning and uh, and it's just incredible how many blooms are on this thing it's just loaded so have any of them opened yet Oh yeah, they start. Some of them are yeah. opened already. So is that
0: how long do those blooms last? My mom's got one that's yep. going too, and it's the same story where it's not nearly that big. It yep. sits on a coffee table, but you know there's buds. Some of them are starting to open now. Yep. How long do those those blooms last? Oh, it'll last right
1: through Christmas time.
0: Okay, so they're yep. a long lasting last flower.
1: Yeah, it'll last for quite a while. Okay, so it'll be fun. It'll just uh, it's just like it says. It's just you can't miss it. You walk into the room, you go whoa. <laughs> there's a lot yeah. of blooms on that thing. No kidding. So it's what fun. color's that one? It's a pink one. It's a
0: pink one. Yep. That's kind of probably the most common color you get yeah, for that. Pink
1: and sort of a reddish Red. pink, you know,
0: color yep. fuchsia. But there's fuchsia. W- uh, white ones. There's light pink ones, yep. and there's even yellow ones that Jill yep. said you can find yeah. once
1: in a, in a while. while. Yeah. Yep. So. so yeah, that's it's 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 fun to have those kind of plants that you see only blooming you know once in a while and once a year or so, and it's fun
0: one let us go to the text line. Dale in uh, Laird, Saskatchewan, says, When should I trim down my grape trees so I can get new growth and put up a different fence for them to climb on? Uh What's the lowest I should trim them down to the
1: ground? Uh, probably about two feet off the ground. Two feet
0: off the ground yeah, for the any, grapes.
1: You can do it any time now if you want. Okay, so or, now. Or, ne- or next spring as soon as the snow disappears.
0: So regularly, that's sort of a wait till we've got the leaves dropped off of it yeah. kind of plant.
1: yeah. You can. And then I mean, it. you can do some, you know, controlled trimming all season long, right? right? All summer long. Yeah. Okay. And but right now, yeah, we'll, we'll probably talk about that later on. I have on my list. of uh, People are phoning. They're still because there's a lot of places. It's still pretty warm. I mean, some of the nighttime temperatures are pretty cold, but the daytimes are still yep. not bad, right? Yep. And so people are still asking me about pruning the fruit trees. So we're going to be talking about that, how to prune a fruit tree as well. Uh, but yeah, the grape tree, you can, the grape plant, you can about two feet off the ground if you want. If you ever go to uh, the grape, you know, like go to Kelowna or something like that, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you'll see the trees cut down to about, you know, three to four feet off the ground with these great big trunks on them, right? Oh yeah. And then they just grow like crazy and then put all the grapes on the new growth. And so, yeah, you can do that. You can either do it now mm-hmm. or you can wait until the snow disappears. But you have to do it probably before the 15th of April, okay? Be depending, on the, of April. okay. depending on the year, maybe earlier than that. But uh, if it starts warming up even more, but uh, do it when it's dormant and um, they'll, do, they'll do well. They'll grow, they'll grow at about 12 feet again. So they, they'll cover that whatever yeah. that, new, that new fence they're going to put up, that, it'll be all covered. Yeah, it'll be, yeah. Yep, completely
0: Hope that helps, uh, Dale. one 332 8255 If you've got a question like Dale, that's a perfect time to get that question in. You can call us. We love talking to you. You can text us, and we'll answer those texts as well on the air. Uh, I know, you know, it's funny. We're, we're in Saskatchewan talking about weather. It's like the thing we always talk about. But it matters, you know, this time of year for a whole bunch of reasons, right? When we talk about, you know, these these trees and shrubs and things that we're taking care of outside, what we're doing with them, how 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 we're looking after them, the weather affects that kind of all year round. We think of it a lot of times, I think, as just... Oh, you know, once, uh, fall comes and everything's over, that's it. You know, we just, we just ignore them for the whole winter and that sort of thing you know, that's not necessarily the case. And then we we can also, you know, use this to talk about bringing home those plants. So we'll get into that in a little bit, but you know, we're looking at sort of, you know, that minus 11, minus 10, minus 15 range this week, plus temperatures are going to be single minus digits. And then, and then actually into the plus a little bit Tuesday, Wednesday around the province kind of dipping back down, but we're actually looking at pretty mild temperatures,
1: you know, yeah, and, and it was getting crazy yesterday. I came into town about mid afternoon mm-hmm. and, all the way from about uh, halfway out to Dundurn and to, into Saskatoon, it kind of s- rain snowed. Yeah. And uh, and it was like that on the whole sort of eastern, basically Circle Drive and, and south. Because once you cross the bridge, uh, the south bridge in Saskatoon, then all of a sudden it disappeared. And, uh, but <laughs> I had my winter tires on my truck. Like I have good winter tires and I was slipping and sliding. Yeah, it was, I know it was, it was, it was slippery. So I to be careful that first, that first one, you could see there was on the bridge, there was three, two, two in a row where was three car pileups. Oh, I think so yeah. And so we have to be careful that first time we're not really quite ready for it, but you have to be, you have to be ready for it.
0: I know there's a lot of people in the southern part of the province that are going, first time, what are you talking about? Yeah, they've no. had, they've had snow for quite a long time and it's been around for a
1: while And you that's know? one thing that they have an advantage. Regina, you say, I got snow for a while and that's awesome because the plants, I was just talking to my wife about that just the other day is that we need some snow. Seriously, we need some snow quickly because last night we were in Saskatoon, we were minus 16. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: And it was pretty much, it's bare. There's a little dusting in some areas. So once you
1: started getting below minus 15, then you have to think about, remember I keep telling everybody to hang on to their leaves. Yeah, yeah right. Don't put them in the compost until spring. And uh, put them in bags, put them in the corner, or something like that. Now's the time to think about, you know, pulling those bags out and putting cardboard boxes and filling them up or putting them into those uh, white garbage bags, you know, making those pillows type of thing. Right. Um, you know, to put on top of some of those tender perennials. And uh, because with no snow... And you start getting below minus 16 and some days it was gonna, I'm sure it's gonna dump, dip down to like minus 20 then that's going to be hard on those plants, especially if there's no mulch around them. Yeah,
0: we're we're coming right to the edge. We've got a couple minus 15s, minus 13s on the horizon as low temperatures later this week. But we're also going to see a warm-up. So for a lot of us in the central part of the province, that's where any of this little skiff that we got yesterday, it's It's going to be be gone gone. by tomorrow. Uh, You know, it'll be just disappeared. And then we're going to have bare dry ground again and very cold.
1: Yeah. So, like I said, in Regina, if you still have some areas that, that are, that are, you know, melting away from the house and that kind of stuff, you can take some of your snow from your grass and that you can put it over top of your perennials. Mm -hmm. If you still have some snow there, so you can use some of that snow. It doesn't take much. It just takes a skiff and it's amazing the insulation value of just an inch of, of snow right it's quite amazing so um you can do that and you cover up some of your maybe your perennial beds that maybe melted away from the house and they're exposed again and uh and then in the central areas of this province yeah, then you need to think about maybe either using some leaves or some um or even some mulch or whatever if if the if the if the weather's going to go too much below minus 15.
0: Yeah, exactly. And we got to thank uh, somebody who's been on the line here for a little bit and waiting. And it's Ian who's in Saskatoon who wants to join us to talk about a cactus.
2: Good morning, Ian. Hi, good morning. Hey, uh, Rick, when are you and Jill heading south to Florida to check out plants, and do you need somebody to carry your bags?
1: <laughs> Actually, that that's coming up here in the beginning of January, where uh, Jill will be going down, and we have a group of nursery uh, garden center owners that are going to go touring from garden center to garden center to garden center making our, our big spring orders and that kind of stuff. So that's coming up, yeah, beginning of January.
2: So is, <laughs> I know I'm off topic here from cactus. No nope. No problem. Um, is there a, a like an actual great big proven winners like flower site somewhere down there?
1: Yeah, actually, the the place where they do a lot of the growing is in, uh, over in Washington, Washington, and I think yeah, it's Washington that it is. And there's a there's a nursery down there where they do a lot of the trials, and uh, and so a lot of the growers go there in in the summertime. And, uh, actually early summer and then they go see some of the trials that proven winners and all the other, other ones that are, that are, that are the big growers are really trying to promote yeah. and, and showcase all their flowers. And I'm you'll not see
2: sure if you carry proven winners. Yep. That's absolutely. You might think of, but I'm just thinking, geez, like, you know, they must have test plots that are, yep. like,
1: huge. Yeah, they do. But, and also they, they bring a whole bunch to, there's a big uh, show in Ohio as well in the summertime. And there's a lot of uh, trials that are being shown there as well. And so, uh, yeah, there's, they have all the showcases for all the garden centers and to see that what are coming. Now, the only problem is a lot of those plants we see at those shows. We don't see in Saskatchewan for about two years down the road. Just because. Even that quick. Yeah. Yeah. It's about two. Now it's pretty quick. Uh, it's about two years down the road because a lot of those, those newer varieties are a lot of taken by cuttings and that kind of stuff. So they can get their production pretty quickly where the old types used to be just from seed, right? And so, uh, so now they're, they're, they're coming a lot quicker, but, uh, but usually we'll see it two years down the road and then, uh, uh, so then we don't, don't like to get people too excited because then that's all they're ever asking for, right? Is the new plants and we can't, can't get them. But uh, uh, okay. e- even at Gardenscape, sometimes what they're doing is they're showcasing some of the uh, the, the, the Saskatchewan Greenhouse Growers Association at Gardenscape every year. We usually have a booth and they showcase some of the new flowers that are coming out that year as well.
2: So I, I might be using the wrong word here, but are you, as a, as a greenhouse operator, you know, are you allowed to... Uh you know, mix and match and propagate, or is that kind of like copyrighted or
1: whatever? That's that's copyrighted. So a lot of times we're bringing in the plugs, the plants that are started, because there's licensed growers, right? That that grow for 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 um, that that will that are licensed by the by people like proven winners to grow because a lot of times they have to be in a certain pot and everything else or they have to have a certain tag in the pot and so oh, okay. then and then you pay royalties and those royalties help to pay for more development and more breeding right so it's okay. just it's a circle
2: okay so um, the, and the reason for my call sorry. When you you know you're in the stores and you're looking around and you see cactuses or cacti or whatever that are in bloom already. Yep. So if you bring them home, how long will those blooms last? And do they only bloom once a year, a cacti?
1: Yeah, they bloom once a year. Sometimes you'll see them twice a year, but most of time is once a year. And, uh, and it just, it's a matter of daylight hours. Like that's why they bloom this time of the year because the daylight hours are, are, you know, when they started to set buds and that you're getting into where it's, you know, equal day and nighttime and also starting to get into where it's more night dark than it is day and, uh, and also cooler temperatures, especially in the evening. And so that's what I was just explaining with ours was out in the deck for the summertime and then we brought it inside, but we had very cool temperatures at nighttime in our sunroom. And so they're probably around oh I would say probably around ten twelve degrees in that t- at times in that in that room and um and so and but now it just all of a sudden w- and warm during the day because the sun in that sunroom just gets nice and warm and lots of light and uh and then we brought it now we brought it inside the house and uh it'll it'll probably it'll bloom past christmas
2: oh okay okay yeah, yeah i sorry i I missed which plant it was you were talking yeah, about christmas sorry
1: Christmas cactus.
2: Okay, yep. yeah, so if I go out and buy say, a couple of cactuses, I'll at least get like a month maybe. Of, well,
1: especially uh, if you find one that's not fully opened up. Get one that has, even the the buds are still closed on them, it'll last you for a long time. If you yeah. find one that's all, all, the, all the buds are wide open, then uh, it won't last quite as long.
2: Yeah, I kind of like it when you know you got that ball looks like a golf ball with hairy fuzz on it and <laughs> yep. there's a little flower sticking straight out of the
1: top. <laughs> oh no, that that's a different type of cactus but yes uh, that's so cool too is when they're when they're flowering like that. And uh, and that that's in the desert that's what you get is that when the in the desert you'll get a lot of those plants like you're talking about there that that ha- went through the winter time Right, and then all of a sudden you get some spring rains or some moisture, and all of a sudden they will just that that will trigger them to start blooming and and reproducing.
2: Okay, so I have triple pane windows. Yeah, you know they're pretty good, but how close can you get to a window with a cactus? Like cool. six, six inches?
1: Yeah, close enough so you still don't have it not cold. You know what I mean? Because you know how really close to the window, it's pretty it's quite a bit colder, right? Yeah. So cl- close enough that is lots of light, but not clo- not too close where you up against the ice at the bottom of the window.
2: Yeah. Okay. Well, six inches to a foot.
1: Yep. Yeah, perfect. Okay. Thank you very much. You're welcome.
2: All right. Thanks Ian. Take care. Yep.
0: One eight seven seven three three two eight two five five. So I got a little story to tell because I had a text in this morning. We had one from uh, Jen who asked about uh, her. Uh, where is it? Here. I got to find the text. It's not clicking in. Fire Maple. But it's actually one of my friends, and we were at their place last night for a Christmas party. Yep. So I had to do a little shout-out this morning, because this is the coolest Christmas party I have ever been to. It was a National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation-themed Christmas party. <laughs> and they went just above and beyond for everything. So everybody who came to the party had to show up dressed up as one of the characters. Oh. So my wife and I did uh, did the boss, Mr. and Mrs. Shirley, where he's got <laughs> the big bow on his pajamas, and she's wearing her fur coat, you know, and a nighty and yep. that sort of thing. But... <laughs> We'll get to Jenna's text in a second here. They, they went, they did everything. They had the cat, the little, the little fried cat that with the, with the Christmas lights on as a decoration. <laughs> they, they bought a chair and torched it. They, all of their, the food they served was all related to the movie from the eggnog in the, in the containers with the, you know, the moose, uh, glasses. If you've seen Christmas vacation, you know what I'm talking about. It was, it was just something else. The whole place was just, over the top so gotta thank him for that it was we had everybody from cousin eddie and ellen and clark and the two of us and a couple of the kids oh it was just yeah unbelievable anyways let's get to jen's text my fire maple has been getting buds again in this nice weather and we recently had is that going to cause damage in the spring
1: uh, it it can uh depending on the, on fire maple there's a whole bunch of different ones if it was one if it was more of an Amur maple or a Tartarian maple, which is uh the hot wings uh type of maple then you're not gonna have a problem okay but if you have uh the ones called red rocket or the autumn blaze, then you may get some tip kill on 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 those tips of those buds. And so um, one thing that I noticed my neighbors done with success out in the out in the acreage out near Blackstrap, because it's windy. Oh, man, it's windy out there. Mm-hmm. And so they took burlap and they wrapped their trees. Now, they're young trees yet. So they're until they get bigger, then they can usually, they won't have that issue. But while they're young, they tend to want to butt out. Every once I think once. this is
0: going to be an older tree in, in Gen Z yard. Yeah,
1: if it's an older tree, they'll be fine. They'll okay. be able to work through that. But they'll if it's a young tree, you can wrap with burlap just to keep the wind off of it. Right. That's the big thing. And you also keep the sun off of it from having that temperature fluctuations in the bark. Which is okay? what contributes so, I mean, to, but, to their, tre- but their tree is around 12 feet tall. Okay. So they can still get a ladder and they still could have put a, they put a burlap, not around the trunk, but at the top of it. And they do that a year, but pretty soon they're not going to be able to do that. Yeah. And, uh, and it'll be fine. It'll, it'll harden itself off and it'll be fine. Cold, but
0: in parts is the province. No snow coverage, which can be a little tricky for some plants. So yep. You've got to get them covered up, which is a, a sort of thing. But you know, when, when it comes to actually bringing plants home. So let's go, let's talk about poinsettas. There's a whole bunch of, of Christmas Plants. Yep. There's the cactus. There's the big amaryllis bulb, right? Yep. That we get a lot of those, you know, going that sort of thing. But if you're bringing something
1: green home, yes, from a store,
0: and it's now cold out, right? Like let's I, say I, we're,
1: I saw the other day going out of Costco, people just walking out with their plants in the cart, with no yeah. cover on them at all. Now, when it's above zero, so, when we're when we're
0: plus temperatures, it's yep. not such a thing, right? Not it's not such a big deal, yep. right? Even bring a blanket
1: along. Right, anything, just a light sheet or something like that. Yeah, anything just to protect it. You know, just that that distance from, from the store to the to the, especially if you get a, you know, bigger parking lot, you might be parked in back forty. Right.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's right.
1: At, at least get someone to go bring the vehicle up to the door and whisk it into the car as fast as you can. But
0: a warm car too. Yeah. So we got to remember, a lot of these are tropical plants that we use as yes. Christmas plants, right? Yeah. And although they, we've been using them for years, you know, they're part of christmas and holiday traditions around yeah. around our part yeah. of the country you know uh yeah one one little shock can really
1: that ruin most that plan. places even costco has a little wrapping station you know near the exit that's right so you mean uh so most of them will have even the grocery stores i've seen they have little wrapping stations for their flowers and that so um use them you know if there's some paper there wrap them up the best you can yeah right the best you can uh, or otherwise, bring yourself bring yourself on along a, a big t- a Tupperware container or something like that. Yeah, or we like got rubbermaid like rubbermaid right? tote. Throw a blanket and inside of it, carry it inside. You know, in the door, put it inside, close it up, put the lid on, put the lid on, yeah. carry it to your vehicle. Uh, a lot of the the society people that when they have like the orchid society, they used to meet all together always in the in the wintertime. They always carry these totes, right? And that's how they carry their their precious orchid plants from to the to the shows to show off of them and is put them in the, in the big rubber maze. You know,
0: another thing you can use is even you got your cooler left over from the summer you're not using. Yep. A cooler is an insulated thing. It's meant to keep the cold in in the summer, but it'll do the opposite in the winter. It'll, yep. it'll
1: keep the cold out and keep the warm enough, in. As long as enough, you know, for some of the flowers that you put in there. That's, exactly. That's right. You yeah. don't want to squish them. Right. right. But you can bring a big
0: cooler and and poinsettias,
1: remember, if you, you pack them too tight then the, and you lift the branches in too close, they're going to snap off right at the, mm-hmm. at the plant. So you've got to yeah. be careful about that as well.
0: Okay, so poinsettias. Yes. Uh, let's let's kind of touch on that because when you're picking out a poinsettia, yeah. everybody thinks of the the color part as the flower, but it's yeah. really not.
1: No, it's, just, it's called the brack. It's called the brack, which is basically the attractant, which attracts the insects to the flower.
0: And the flowers are those little yellow beads. Yellow
1: beads you'll see in right in the middle of the brack. So when you're picking one out, of course you want to pick one for color, but when you're looking at those little beads, try to find one that's that hasn't opened yet. Right. Right. And they'll last the longest, by far. Mm-hmm.
0: If they're okay. if they're wide open or they've already yep. fallen off, yep. that that plant is already. I mean, already
1: poinsettias will still last a long time, and there's people that keep poinsettias from year to year sure, to year, yeah, right? No doubt. So, but I mean, if you want to keep it the freshest and everything else, and uh, uh, then then find one that that those flowers are still tight okay. inside, and they're little, like you don't really notice them, right? So everybody notices the big, you know, the the peppermint or the red or the white or the, you know, the pink or whatever color you like. Uh, the jingle bells, which is red and white. Red and white, yeah, yeah. Right. So there's all kinds of different ones out there. So, but, uh, but pay attention to that. And then also, like Jill always talked about, also is that making sure that, that you have that nice Christmas hat. We call it a hat. Okay. Yeah, it's like a foil. It's a foil hat. Yeah, a foil it, cover. It basically covers, it basically colors up the pot, right? Mm-hmm. It, it makes it so it looks nice sitting on your table. Make sure when you water the plant that you, Pull the plant out of the hat or, or even just take the whole hat and everything over to the sink and just tip it sideways so that you dump the excess water out of the hat.
0: I find it was always easiest for me when I would, I would take it out and just leave it off. Yep. I'd water the pot and the whole plant in the sink. In the sink. Let it drip out. Yep. And and when it was done dripping, it had, the soil was nice and, you know, moist, holding moisture, but it wasn't soaking. Yep. And then I would put it back in the foil hat. Yep.
1: Because you know what, if you ever lift up your, the hat after your water, yeah. you water, you can feel the bottom. You can feel all, the water. It's, it's, full, it's full of water. That's right, that. yeah. And if that sits in, it, that'll just rot the roots at the bottom, mm-hmm. right?
0: That's a so, plant that doesn't like being wet at the bottom. No,
1: doesn't like to be that... Doesn't like to have its feet wet all the time.
0: Right. So okay. you kind of got to
1: And just make sure you touch... Put your finger onto the soil. If you feel moisture, don't water it. If You're it feels low. totally dry... Give it a water. So
0: it's not a it's not a, a once a week thing. There's no timeline. It's every, about, house it's checked, every house is different. Every
1: house is different. Honestly, every house is different. So I can't tell you it's gonna be once, twice, three times a week. It's depending on your house, depending where you got it sitting, depending you got it in the sunlight, you can get in the north, and on the south side of the house. Depending on the heat registers there or a fan or oh, you know how some people keep their house at 23 degrees, some people keep them at 18 degrees at nighttime. That's right, right. So I mean it all. It depends on your every house. That's
0: right, exactly. So, so check before you water yep. is the point. Exactly. One eight seven seven three three two eight two five five. Let's keep with going with uh, some of our Christmas, uh, you know, plants. My Christmas cactus is under a grow light. This is Catherine in Saskatoon. Yes. How do I get it to bloom? I think we touched a little bit about this, but let's kind of retouch yeah. on that.
1: So, have, if it hasn't started to bloom yet, cool nights. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, put it in some place where it's not ho- warm and a little bit cooler, like we did, and we put it in that 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 sunroom, which got didn't freeze but it got down to sometimes you know 10 12 degrees and
0: and how long do we do that for We
1: we did that for since the since we brought it in 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 about the second week of first week of September Right basically we brought it in from the deck and then we put it inside and so um uh so you want to get some some cooler times so some cooler like spots Like a, we, a
0: week two weeks
1: uh even a week could be lots Even a week could be lots yeah. okay Even a week could be lots So
0: get it cooled off that'll yep. trigger it to bloom Yep And then keep it going.
1: If you have it in your garage, you can put it in your garage by a window if you want to, Mm -hmm. okay, where the temperature in the garage is, you got a heater in there, and, you know, you're keeping it, a lot of, of, uh, um, you know, temperatures, um, uh, thermostats have a a lockout. They don't let it go below 7 degrees. Right. right. So that's Perfect. Right? If you get that just a little bit of cooler and not freezing, can't, don't want it to freeze. Okay. Let's just put it that way. That's, that's too cold. That's too cold. Yeah. Okay. But uh, that's just enough to trigger it. Okay.
0: All right. 1 877 8255. We're going to switch gears here. Uh, a text in from Linda in Langham. I have a smoky Saskatoon tree. Yep. It's got lots of suckers around it. Should I be cutting some of them or just leave them for new growth? Either way. Okay. Depends how you like it. So, yeah, do you want it to get
1: big? Yep. More? Yep. Yeah. So, you depend if you want it more of a single tree and more of a bush. If you want wanted bushier, wide, you can trim it. Uh, you maybe want to thin it out because if there's too many suckers, right? Then you're just not going to get enough light in there to produce the berries, right? And so, you may want to just thin it out and have, you know, instead of having 20 suckers, have 10.
0: Do you, now, does that, does a Saskatoon berry tree or shrub, does, it, does the berries come on old? Growth, new growth. Does that matter?
1: Uh, it had mostly this not not the first year of growth. Okay. okay, it'll come on. It'll be there and then be there for the second or third year.
0: And okay? then and then do they get so old they stop producing on some of the?
1: Yeah, because a lot of the Saskatoon berry farms and that kind of stuff, they do prune the trees, and a lot of them prune the trees a lot now because they're. They have to keep them a certain height, obviously, so they can get their harvesters, their, their mechanical harvesters, right? It's, it's a machine that goes right over top of the bushes and basically has little fingers on them and knocks all the berries off okay, the yeah. machine, right? Yeah. And so you want to keep them... And so basically, if they get too tall... All the berries are twelve feet high. Like most Saskatoon's will grow twelve feet. Right. Okay. Smoky is one variety that will grow about six to eight feet tall. But mm, nice. But and Martin, all those ones, uh, you know, Pemino, they'll all grow about twelve feet tall. So if you keep them down around the six to eight foot range, then the tree will be more juvenile and will will produce really well for you.
0: Right. Okay, so so just it does need some pruning.
1: Does need pruning to keep dead dead wood out of it, old wood out of it. Keep you know every once in a while you need to trim some of the old wood out, and keep it keep it fresh. But like I said, it takes two to three years for those young branches to produce again. Right. Okay.
0: But you got to have some of them because if you just leave it as the old branches always for yep. forever, yep. eventually it'll stop making berries on yeah, those. Well,
1: old... it'll produce for a long time. Oh, it will. Okay. You know, it'll okay. produce for a long, long time. So. All right.
0: So we want, actually wanted to touch a little bit uh, for our final segment here. We got one text in to finish up from Austin about fruit trees, which does relate. But yes. uh, but we also want to talk a little bit about some of our uh, Christmas gift ideas. Yes. You know what? Last year, uh, <laughs> it's kind of funny. We were talking about this before Christmas, and my mom was listening to the show. <laughs> and I keep saying out loud and she she uh, she clued in too it was amazing, and my stocking I got a nice pair of pruners from there you go what what 's that really great brand
1: there 's corona
0: corona that 's yeah. the one corona
1: yeah. and there 's Falcos right I think they those were Coronas are the, those are the two top brands right that that'll last you a lifetime and you know i've always had i 've always had cheap I don't know box store pruners. Yep. and they're
0: brand new. They're yeah, they're, they're fine. Friendly. They're okay yep. or whatever. But you know what? These ones, wow! This last summer using them was just awesome. Yep, it was just awesome. They stay sharp, so nice and long. They work well. They don't what? flex or bend or lock up or jam or any of
1: that stupid stuff. It's funny because we were staying in in Nashville, and we we're staying at some a place some friend's house, mm-hmm. and there this this friend is basically is a daughter of the person who used to be the japanese garden service here in saskatoon oh wow okay for a long time they retired from that long time ago already she had a pair of falcos in her garage because i had i want to do some pruning with her i was pruning some plants out in the yard because i just do that right (laughs) and i grabbed these felt and i said these are old falcos and she says yeah those are my dad's from way back when and that they said and they were <laughs> nice Falcos. Really? And they were old Falcos. But uh, they, they last for a long time.
0: Yeah, they yeah. do. So, yeah. I mean, hey, if you got somebody on your on your list uh, who you're shopping for who's a gardener. Yes. Or maybe you've got to make a list. Yep. You know? Put, I, yeah, that's a great idea. Yep. Because... You know, even one pair is good, but if if there's the two of you now now I need a second pair yep.
1: because now you know. Coronas you can find anywhere. Falco's there's only a few stores that handle them because they're more expensive, so they're not they're usually under lock and key a lot of times. Oh, yeah, you know, okay. so yep. um, so they have to search for those ones. But Coronas you'll find they're still they're basically a they're basically a, I sometimes wonder if they came out of the same factory. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, okay. 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 So, but you'll find those all over the place. So, so
0: you know, uh, another great gift that comes to my mind for gardeners, and we've given this as a gift for, yep. for a, a family member, uh, my sister in law, who's a big gardener, yep. it was just seeds. We, yep. went, we went to a place like Early's in Saskatoon, and there's other places. Yep. But, you know, they, they have seeds out all year round. Yep. For, and so we went and picked a whole bunch of unique flower seeds stuff we think like we see like oh
1: i've never seen this flower before because a lot of flowers, especially perennials and that kind of stuff you're going to be starting in january february anyways exactly yeah and so yeah that works out good and then also grow lights you you said grow lights you said you're using grow lights. i've got one at home yeah and there's all kinds of new grow lights out there a little bit more aesthetically pleasing that's right? right not just this fluorescent tube hanging over top. of Now they got those ones that are, you know, on a, on a, on almost like a reading lamp type of things, you know? Uh,
0: yeah, the one I have, it, yeah. like it screws into a desk yep. on the bottom, mounts in the bottom, yep. from behind, and then it's got three arms, yep. and they have a light, on, and it's, yep. you know, it's very simple, it's yep. not bulky
1: or annoying, and you can move yeah. them around. And it's, it's becoming, you'll see a lot more of that. So you'll see little mini greenhouses out there, especially ones that you can do, grow herbs on, right on the windowsill, there's, there's bird baths that are heated out there, if you want to have your free, your, you know, treat your birds out there. There are a lot of people into into birds. There's, there's pH testers. You know, we talk about testing the pH of your soil because that's huge on knowing what your pH is. Well, There's digital ones out there, right, that you right. can use over and over again rather than the ones you put the little pill in the water and you do a one-time test. There's pH testers that are digital. There's Ross root feeders. You know, remember, we've had the drought here for quite a few years. There's ones you can hook onto your hose and you stick it down. And you yeah. put fertilizer into them. There's, uh, there's people who were talking about, I can't reach my apple tree. Apples at the top of the tree. And I just, it just drives me crazy. Well, there's, there's telescopic, it's uh, like a pruner, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. There's pruners too, uh, that are long, long, long pole pruners, but there's all, there's also apple picking. Oh, cool Pulls. yeah right right the telescope out and you can grab your apples have and a little, a little basket ba- a little basket with us the with so you can, there there's also uh uh water meters Everybody's have trouble hot. how much water do i give all the time that's the biggest question i always get right and there's there's a there's a digital one uh, that's made by a, a couple in edmonton called quench Right. And so you stick it into your, your, that special plant you have. And what it does is it, it, it starts beeping when it needs water. No way. To remind you.
0: Well, there you go. And,
1: and if you, and if you don't, you can also set it so that if you don't want to be woken up at nighttime when it's beeping, it just, it just flashes. (laughs) Cool. So there's all those kind of things and, and uh, that you can, that you can, and there's all kinds of other types of, of gardening type of, you know, um, you know, ornaments and everything else, and tools and shovels. And there's ones that are stainless steel shovels and that kind of stuff. There's, you know, the special type of shovels. Um, there's all kinds of things that you can get for the gardener. There's books out there that all kinds of books yeah, that are out there. Lots of information, too. Uh, lots of information. And so um, there's all kinds of gifts to stop by your local garden shop or, you know, some of the, some of the, most of the uh, uh, department stores have put away their garden stuff, they have all the Christmas stuff there, but you sometimes can find gardening stuff. Wherever you go, and some of that specialty garden stuff, whether it be you know the, the garden center or um, uh, the bird, there's a lot of places that have bird feeders and those kind of things. Those yeah. are huge now. Watching birds and putting bird feeders out, so those are fun.
0: All right, one eight seven seven three three two eight two five five. Austin sent us a text. Morning, Jay and Rick. Question about my fruit trees. I planted about thirty cherries, hascaps, apples, plums, and, and more yep. th- things like that. This spring, most are under about a are, are under a foot tall now. I heaped sawdust about three inches deep around the base of most of them this year. Yep. Is that sufficient insulation? Lack of snow has me a little bit worried. Should I doing anything else for these uh, for these tender no, plants?
1: They should be fine. Yeah, they should be fine. Like if you put three inches, you'll be you'll be good to go. Okay, most of the trees are the ones he's most of those fruit trees are hardy anyways, unless you have you know some kiwi or some you know goji berries or something like that. You have to put a little bit more around those ones. But if you just if you have hascaps, Saskatoon's, sour cherries, those are all pretty hardy anyways. They'll okay. be fine.
0: All right, so we got to go for uh, pretty much the end of the show here. We've got Jason and Maryfield. Jason, we Jason, hang on to the line. We're going to get your call when we get off the air here. We just don't have enough time to get it on the air before we got to go to our, our final break here. And we're going to text Curtis back as well, his question from Pasqua Lake. So bottom line is we got shopping to do. There's lots of ideas for the gardener out there, so don't forget.
1: And real quick is that watch the salt that you're putting on your driveways for your grass and everything. There's just salts oh, out there yeah. that are good for the landscape, okay? The people are starting to use that now. Just don't use rock salt. It's going to wreck your landscape, your kill your plants, that kind of stuff. Right. Find the ones that are more environmentally safe.
0: Yeah, because you don't want to destroy all that grass. Yeah, that if you have got. a
1: great big driveway, to go ahead, do whatever. Right. But if it's right, we're going to be a lot of plants around where you're going to be doing it and shoveling it off onto the plants. Right. Be careful of what type of salt you get. Type of salt you're good. Good, good, good tip. Good okay.
0: tip. Thanks for joining us. We'll catch you next weekend, same time, same place here on Garden Talk on 650 CKOM and 980 CJME.